everybody. Week four of the anointing. Those of you that have been with us for four weeks, thank you so much for taking time. And whether it was on my YouTube channel or on podcasts or maybe even in class in person, thank you so much for taking your time. I truly honor your time and I, I do not take it for granted. But we've got one more week. Let's jump right in. Impartation. Let's go. What is it? What does that word mean to you? You said to give something? Transfer. Transfer? To impart something. You said transfer? What does impartation mean? If someone came up to you and said, what does this word mean in its impartation? What are you going to tell them? To give something to someone? Somebody say something else? I said give something to you. To give something? Transfer. Transfer. I want you all to think about this for a moment. Impartation is very vital. Uh, what I want you to think about this. What is impartation? Think about it for a moment. Let's let's really, really, really think about this so we can get deeper than cookie cutter answers. I'm not saying that those were, but let's just get a little bit deeper. Lance, what was your fivefold ministry? Uh, prophet, prophet, angels, and then pastor. Prophet was one. Yes. All right, these are the prophetic, so you can just sit right here in the front. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> no, you're good, bro. So what is impartation? Think about it. What is it? Come on, guys. I want you to really think about this. Is this my one? Whose water is this? I brought it. Okay. <laughs> what is impartation? I want you to really think about it. Now we're taking some time here, but you won't get any of this if you don't understand what impartation even means or what it is. If someone were to come up, go ahead. Okay. Transferring of power. Transferring of power, okay. So if I came up to my brother and said, the Lord just told me that I need to impart something into your life, what am I doing? You're giving something that you have, that you've been given to them. Okay, permitting something that I've been given to them. It's valuable. It's valuable. Let's get a little deeper in this question. It does. What was it? When you impart knowledge, you're sharing knowledge. Sharing knowledge. Sharing. 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 Does impartation just come on somebody's life for free? No, sir. Now, I want you to answer, what is impartation? Something that's costly. Mm. Sacrificial transfer. Sacrificial transfer. How about a spiritual transfer of acceleration? Wow. It said spiritual transfer of acceleration. If someone told you they imparted something into you and your life doesn't immediately accelerate, they didn't impart anything. Now, you still hold a duty if someone does impart something into your life. I'm not saying if someone imparts something, you can just sit on the couch and just expect to walk in it. you got to work the words. But, does everybody follow me? Yes. So what is impartation? What's the definition I gave you? A spiritual transfer salvation. Alright, so three of you got it. What is impartation? There are two main ways by which impartation happens to us. Two main ways by which impartation happens to us. The first one, from God Himself. So you're taking notes or you're taking a picture. I will wait. So once this one's filled out, everything's going to be done. I've got these two passages of scripture here to back this up. So I'm going to read these. That way, I'm not going to be reading all these scriptures. So that way, we can get to the to the end. All right. 
Numbers 11, verse 16 and 17, it says, And I will come down and talk you, talk with you there. And I will take up the Spirit which is upon you, and I will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that you bear it not yourself alone. That's Numbers 11, 16 through 17. And then it finishes, And Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord, and gathered the seventy men of the elders of the people, and sat them around at the tabernacle. Numbers 11, 24 through 25. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto them. That's how you know it's King James when it says spake. <laughs> and took of the Spirit that was upon him, being Moses, and gave it to the seventy elders. So what just happened? He took the Spirit, the anointing that was upon Moses, and he put it on the seventy. Who did that? God. Alright, you follow me. And gave it to the seventy elders. And it came to pass that when the Spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. Number two, anointed by men and women, hear me all over the place, men and women, by laying on of hands. chapter 1 verse 11 to 12 for I long to see uh, for I long to see you so that I may impart so much I impart, impart impart to you some spiritual gifts to make you strong that is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith that's Romans chapter 1 verse 11 and 12 now we're going to get right into this <clears throat> Let's consider five areas of impartation. So if you're taking notes or you're just looking up here, five areas of impartation. I'm not going to read any of these passages of Scripture. This is for your homework. So I'm going to be emailing you all next week. I'm going to make sure you get it. Because I know you haven't been getting it. And I'm going to ask you all if you've been reading these. I know it's a lot of passages of Scripture, but I don't like just doing a couple because this shows there's more proof in the book follow me number one five areas of impartation impartation for blessings number two impartation for baptism in the Holy Ghost do you all say Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit both who says who says Holy Ghost raise your hand who says Holy Spirit who said, whoever said Holy Spirit keep your hand up what did your all's background come from before you came here? Pentecostal Baptist. Pentecostal Baptist. Uh, <laughs> Catholic. Now, those that said Holy Ghost, what was your background before you came here? That's why I just wanted to prove that. That was Number four. Did you all notice that? I said, I he said Holy Ghost. Pentecostal, Pentecostal, Pentecostal. That's great. Because if you would probably grew up Baptist and you said Holy Ghost, they kicked you out of that. Yeah. 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 Number four. Service. So number four is another area of why there's impartation for service. 
And number five, healing ministry. I'm going to go over these again. Five areas of impartation. Number one, blessing. What's that? Class participation. Impartation for blessing. What is that? Favor. Favor. Prosperity. Prosperity. Increase. Wisdom. What was yours? Protection. Wisdom. Uplifting. All right. <laughs> baptism in the Holy Ghost. What's that? Impartation for baptism in the Holy Ghost. Tongues, power. That's what I'm looking for. Yes. Number three, spiritual gifts. What are some spiritual gifts? Sermon. Sermon. Wisdom. Tongues. Word of knowledge. Word of wisdom. Someone said interpretation of tongues. Oh, you said that. Gift of healing. Gift of healing. See, we're learning a lot more than just anointing this class. Number four for service. What's that? It's pretty self-explanatory, but what do you think it is? Serving. Number five, healing ministry. That's self-explanatory. We don't need to go over that. So does everybody get this? I'm not going to take a lot of time because we've got work to do. But if uh, I don't know what this is going to look like by the end of the night, so if you if you uh, want this, I would take a picture of it right now. Are you sending that to me? You know, I can. Yeah, that way I have all those. Okay, because I can't write them. That's why I said take a picture. I could do that too. <laughs> or one person can take it and they can airdrop it to every single person. Everybody got that? Everybody got it? All right. Now I want to talk to you for just a moment. I want to talk to you for just a moment from the heart, and then we're going to get into this, all right? Um, I need you to understand the weight of impartation. I need you to understand that. I need you to understand that no anointing should be ever taken lightly. You hear what I'm saying? You should always honor any single person in your life that has imparted everything, anything to you. Maybe you're saying they've never laid hands on me. Impartation does not just come if you're laying on hands. That is one way. One way. Another way is, as we just said, from God Himself. But you can also get impartation by association. Yeah. Here. This is why you'll find people that understand that principle that you can get impartation through association. That's why you'll see those people that just want to follow somebody. And to other people, it looks like they're being a nuisance, but they know what they're doing. That's right. Yeah. Come on. They're chasing after what's on that person's life. Yeah. 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 To everybody else, it looks like a fool. To everybody else, it looks like they won't give him a break. No, no, no. They just want what's on him or her's life. And they understand that if they're not going to get their hands laid on them, I just want to be in the room with that person. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Impartation by association. Now understand this principle. Is this good so far? Yes, sir. Understand this principle. You will never get the impartation that you do not honor. I said you will not get the impartation that you do not honor. That's good. Someone can lay hands on you all day long, but if you never honor the oil in their life, you're never going to receive it. Honor gives you access. Wow. Honor gives you access. I want you to write that down. Honor gives you access. What are you saying? Honor gives you access to the anointing on the man or the woman of God. 
You can never receive from that which you do not honor. Can't do that. You can never receive from that which you do not honor. And so I'm asking that before we go into this tonight, and I'm not a, I'm not saying this to to, buff, to puff my chest out. I'm, I'm I walk in humility. I'm extremely humble. If you, anybody that knows me, I'm I'm not arrogant at all. But I also understand the work that it takes to get anointing on your life. And I want everybody in this room to honor not only the anointing on my life, but to honor every single anointing that's in this room. Yeah. Do you hear me? Yes, that's good. So when we go into this prayer time, and I begin to lay hands on you, honor the anointing on my life, and honor what God is doing in this room. Yeah. I don't want any distractions. If you've got to do something, you need to leave the room. If you've got to go to the bathroom, now is the time to do that. I would even go far to say to put your phone yeah. on the ground, upside down. If you've got a watch, put it on silent. Because it can be a simple distraction like that. That's right. That can change a whole atmosphere. Yeah. Environments are everything. Environments are everything. That's why you can be in a great momentum of worship. It feels like you've climbed to the top of the mountain. And all of a sudden, a distraction hits and the preacher gets up there. Because there's been a 30 minute gap from worship to the preaching. And the preacher gets up there and he's got to take 30 minutes to build this mountain back up. Because there was a moment where we climbed the mountain, we went back all the way back down, and we got to go all the way back up. So let's not waste any time. When we get to the top of the mountain, we're going to stay there. You hear me? So I just want to make sure that there's no distractions. Does anybody, does everybody understand that? I know this may be a little harsh, but I just got to teach you for a moment. And this is, these are things that were taught in my life. And this is impartation right now. You don't even understand that. Me sharing wisdom and knowledge with you is anointing by association. Are you following me? Yes. So does everybody get that? We good? Alright. I want everybody to bow your heads for a moment. anything in your life that you need to repent for, this is the time to do it. There's no judgment. There's no condemnation. No matter how small, no matter how big it is, this is your time to do it. So that when God decides to impart into your life, you're an open, clean vessel. There's nothing blocking the move of what He wants to do in your life. pipe you've got a bunch of leaves in it you pour water in one end it may get through the other end but it's not going to get its potential hear me clean everything out of you right here in this moment so that God's got a clean vessel that he can flow through a clean pure vessel that he can move through has to be necessary. Some of you all need to even give voice to it. Why do you need to give voice to it? You need Your flesh needs to hear what your spirit's wanting. I said your flesh needs to hear what your spirit's longing for. Let your flesh hear when you say, I'm done with this addiction. 
Let your flesh hear, I'm done with perversion. Let your flesh hear, I'm done with this, I'm done with that, I'm done with gossip, I'm done with backbiting, I'm done with talking negatively, I'm done with tearing down. Let your flesh hear that. Remind, remind your flesh where their place is, where its place is. Your spirit, men and women first. So if there's anything, this is the time to do it right here. Maybe you're saying, I haven't done anything crazy this today, this past week. It doesn't matter. It's the little foxes. Get rid of those little, little foxes. The ones that you don't think matter, they matter. Because what may be small now will be huge in a week. Deal with it. Deal with it. If you don't know what it is, ask God, what is it? If there be anything in me, if there be anything in me that doesn't line up to your word, God, I ask that you would remove it from me. Come on, some of you all need to say that. If you don't know what it is, ask Him that. These, these are the prayers and these are the moments that we don't want to, we don't want to encounter. Because <laughs> this, this is when we have to look in the mirror at ourselves and see everything that does not line up to what we want. But some of you all need to pray that. God, if there be anything in me that's not in direct word with who you are, I ask that it would be removed from me. Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Some of you all need to ask God for clean hands and a pure heart. Some of you all, if you were to look in the spiritual lens, your hands are, are dirty. They're not clean. Your heart, the Bible says your heart is wicked. I didn't say that. He that has clean hands and a pure heart. It'll take some time here, but this got to be done. Come on, just begin to pray to Him. Create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me, O oh God. Create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. Come on. You need to give voice to this. Create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. Some of you need to forgive. I know what they did to you was wrong. I'm not agreeing with what they did, but you need to forgive at this moment. You're never going to move beyond today until you forgive. Bitterness, it has to go. Resentment, it has to go. Rejection, it's got to go. Come on, whatever it is, deep, 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 deep hurt, let it go. Yep. Deep hurt, let it go. has a wrong perception of who God is. Your perception of God is He sits on His throne with a newspaper beating you over the head. That's not my king. Nope. He's a loving Father. He's full of grace. He's full of mercy. However, He still chastises those that He loves. What does that mean? If He corrects you, that means He loves you. It doesn't say He chastises those He hates. No. Chastises those that he loves. 
you're saying I've never, I've never been in an environment like this. This is, there's levels of prayer, and this is the first level. There's levels to this. We're just going to waste oil if we don't get to this place and we go straight to laying hands. of my heart. Search the hallways of my soul. If there be anything in me, anything, God, I ask that you would reveal it to me. Come on. You need to be asking God that. and I didn't know really what it meant but he just told me what it was for the Spirit of the Lord told me that I'm going to arrest him I, I, was, I was praying and I said I, I don't know what you mean Holy Ghost and he just spoke to me and he said that there's parents or grandparents in this room aunts and uncles they've got family members that are far away from me and he said I'm going to arrest them hear me the Lord say I'm going to arrest them that lost son, that lost daughter, aunt and uncle that's far away from the Lord, I'm going to arrest them. Uh, I'm going to arrest them. Some of them right now, you need to imagine walking on the, them walking on your porch and knocking and saying, Mom, I'm so sorry. Dad, I, I'm so sorry. You don't understand. I was just hurt. And all I knew what to do was run. I, I'm sorry. Come on, picture that moment. God said, I'm going to arrest them. Come on, picture them. Walking on your porch with their children. I'm, I'm sorry for so long I kept my grandchildren from you, but all I knew to do was retreat. I'm sorry. God said, I'm, I'm about to arrest them. What do you mean arrest them? I'm about to send my angels to arrest their mind, arrest their soul, arrest their spirit. And they're going to have a radical encounter with King Jesus. He said, I'm about to arrest them. Woo. Woo. Sometimes we get so hyped, we miss Jesus. So 
sometimes we get so caught in the hype, we miss Jesus. He's right here, right now. Right in this room. restoration would hit, would hit households in this room. Woo! Father, I ask that the spirit of restoration would sweep in every single house represented in this room. Father, I ask that you would restore husbands and wives. You would restore children back to their family. You would restore parents. You would restore grandchildren. Father, may your restoration sweep through every room in this room. Through every house in this room. See, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're, we've, we've tilled the ground. Now the Lord's saying, this is where I can work in. But I had to make sure you got all this junk out of the way so that I could speak and pierce the heart of your spirit. Come on, hands lifted. Hands lifted all over the room. Come on. 
I know we're taking time, but it's all right. The King of Glory has got an assignment for you tonight. Stand up on our feet. Let's stand up on our feet. Stay in this mode. Stay in this mode. If you can't get on your feet, that's okay. If you can, I'm asking you to get on your feet. Let's just keep our hands raised. I, I got to ask you, who is he to you? Hear me, who is he to you? Whoever he is to you, give voice to it. Come on, if you know him as healer, call him healer. If you know him as deliverer, call him deliverer. If you know him as restorer, call him restorer. If you know him as a savior, hallelujah, call him savior. Come on, whatever he is to you, call him that. Don't know who he is based off of my relationship or your neighbor's relationship. Know who he is yourself. Who is he to you? Who is he to you? I'm asking you this question because you need to give voice to it. If someone were to come up to you and say, who is this God to you? What's your response? Come on, whatever your response is, give voice to it. What is he to you? See, I told you in the beginning, honor gives you access. Guess what? You only get access to as much of God as you honor him. Hear me tonight. You want access into him? Honor him. When his presence is in a room, don't disrespect his presence. Don't do it. He's right here in this room. Honor Him for that. Come on, who is He to you? Come on, lift your voice. Come on, lift your voice. Come on, those. Those of you that don't know, he's a minister. And I, I need you to go on the war for every devil that tried to distract him or take him off of his birthday. I said, I need you to go to battle for every single devil that's trying to get him off his
Father, I speak a restoration over this household in Jesus' name.
name. I ask you that you would restore the time. Restore the time and restore everything that the enemy has tried to take from him. Father, I thank you that his ladder will be greater than the former. The ladder will be former, greater than the former. Hallelujah. Now if I can have all the mothers in the room, in the room right here. All the mothers, naturally. I want you to come around her. Come on, don't lose me in prayer. Don't lose me in prayer. Sherry, are you in the room? Thank you, Thank you, All right, women. I need you to pray, men too. I need you to pray that everything that the Lord wants out of her becomes unlocked tonight. Yes. Sermons, books, words, everything comes out tonight. New levels of leadership, new levels of authority, new levels of wisdom and knowledge and revelation.
jerk. I didn't, I didn't cry. I didn't fall on the floor. That don't mean that he didn't impart something. Yeah. Amen. Hear me. Yes. Impartation looks different to everybody. generation's crazy. This next generation's wild. Well, you know what? They're waiting for you to teach them how to do things right. Yeah. And because all we do is talk bad about them, we're cursing the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. Let's change this, okay? Yes. yes. Now let's be the people that understand that the gift isn't enough. Alright, we're doing a quick review. The gift isn't enough. You're anointed. Somebody shout, I'm anointed. Somebody shout, the gift isn't enough. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get impartation and the oil of Jesus on my life. Let that be your cry, okay? Before I pray, for those of you all that don't know, I just wrote a book. My first book, and it's it's this is the first time actually that I've looked at one in person. And uh, it's uh, it still doesn't feel real. Sometimes I have to pinch myself. Y'all don't mind me. See, here's what you gotta understand. 
you reap what you sow. Yeah. So if I sow a book, I'm going to write another book. Yes. Hallelujah. understand these are principles, biblical principles. Yes. You reap what you sow. So there you guys go. If you all were interested in buying one, you can go on Amazon. God did a work tonight. Yes. Let me pray over you, okay? Father, yes. in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for what you did these four weeks. God, I ask that every single person under the sound of my voice, God, that was a part of this class, God, I ask that every single thing that you desire for them to be applied to their life, I ask that you would apply it. Thank you. And Father, most importantly, we seal everything that happened tonight in these four weeks by the blood of Jesus. Yes. Father, you and your word says when the enemy comes in like a flood, you will raise up a standard against you. Yes. So Father, I thank you that when the enemy comes in like a flood, that, our, that the spirit that yes. you have within us will raise up a standard. Yes. Father, I thank you that we would be a people that hunger and thirst for righteousness. God, may we be a people that you know, the gift is great, talent's great, ability is great, but I want the oil. Yes, yes. Jesus. God, may we not be a people-pleasing generation. God, may we be a God-fearing generation. Amen. God, bring back the fear of God to our generation. Yes. Bring back the fear of God to this church, to the body of Christ, this city, to this state. Father, we ask this in no other name. For the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.